Hello and welcome back. We just love you guys so much. And it is the Valentine's Day show. Today we're going to start with a Valentine's themed snack. We're also going to talk about why Valentine's Day is scary. We're talk about the Valentine's Day massacre in Paranormal Corner and a few other little treats. And welcome back to Snack a Little, Talk a Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jenna. We <laughs> love you so much, you guys. Oh, boy. Okay, so so this is our Valentine's special show. Yeah. Uh, dropped on Valentine's Day. So, you know, so you get to some... hear it all week if you don't if you don't listen to our show that drops on Mondays. And uh, we have a lot of stuff in store for yeah, you, actually. Yeah, you can be inspired for Valentine's Day today and every Valentine's Day going forward. Or you can dread it, <laughs> depending on how you feel about what we That's a lot have to, to talk put on about. People. <laughs> so uh, here's here's what I'm thinking as far as the snack. All right. What what is something that's very very common for people to give their their person for Valentine's Day? Chocolate. Yeah. Do you smell it? No, you have it covered up. I do. Have I can it see it up. through the through the Jello mold glass that you have there. Yes. Oh my gosh. Homemade chocolate. Oh, do you wow. know why? Because then I know exactly what's going in there. Right. I and, understand that. Um, and chocolates can be expensive. Well, to get the really good chocolates, it can be really expensive. Yes, I know. I still haven't eaten that. <laughs> the one? We went, we went to... <laughs> we we went and got... Money. I, I spent a lot of money on this chocolate one time at a booth at a farmer's market. Yeah. Months ago, and I have still not eaten it because it's, right it's too expensive. <laughs> I, it's not even. I can't even eat it. It's so expensive. So I took a picture of these chocolates already. They're a little um, rustic, and there's a reason for that, and you'll understand when you try them. Okay. So some of them have flaked sea salt on the top because I find that chocolate and salt goes right. well I know together. Right, you like that. Yeah. But I didn't want it to do to do that with all of them. Okay. Uh, some have a little um gold drogé on the top and some have Gesundheit. two silver and the reason i did that is because uh so this is crisped rice cereal in the center okay with sun butter and sun Wait, butter what? is what is sunflower, sun butter sunflower seed butter oh okay it for, okay. for those who who find that um this is an issue and i didn't know this was an issue it's something i found out recently um, peanut butter, there can be more issues with mold, apparently, with your peanuts. And so some people like sun butter better because it's less of an issue. I don't know because I haven't researched it a lot. But I thought, well, oh, hey, th let's try it with sun butter. You know, the way you said that, sun butter better, that sounds like it should be a slogan for the sun butter company. We'll work on that. Yeah. Let's uh, need some money. Give, give, it, give right? it a ding on that. That's a sponsor. <laughs> and so some, though, also have mini chocolate chips. The ones that have... The two silver dorjes are the ones that have. Okay, you keep saying dorjes instead dro of balls. Dorje. Dorje. They're little. They're little balls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> D r o g e e s. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Hmm. And I think dorje is right. My, and probably my not dorje's droge. itch. Can I say that? <laughs> and these are sun. Uh, these are mini chocolate chip in the center. Less. Okay, so is there three different types then? Because you have the salted one. You have the gold roger, and then you have the. It's two right. or four. However, Which you one want. should I try? So, so this is going to be without the mini chips in the center. This is also without the mini chips, but it's got I'm... the salt on top. So there's some crunch because it's crisped rice and then sun butter in the center. And and you add some powdered sugar too. You do sweeten it a little bit. And so, it, it would almost be similar to the experience of. 
uh, what a Nestle's Crunch, right? Because those have the right. the crunchy cereal in the center. Only a lot more of the crunch. Instead of a bar, you're, you're he's eating something that's kind of truffle sized. In fact, I would go so far as to say that it is like a, a crisped rice, sun butter. Um, it's interesting because I've never had sun butter. And dark chocolate. I've had cashew butter, mm-hmm. almond butter, because mm-hmm. I got away from peanut butter. Peanut butter, that's for you lowly folks. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm way beyond peanut butter yes, at this point. Evolved. Yes, you've evolved. <laughs> and so that's why these are rustic because... It is. Now, what do you mean, rustic? You well, mean they're not well, perfectly not perfect, round balls? Perfect, yeah, yeah. Because I'm sorry, not, I'm going to hit every time the word balls comes they're, out. They're not perfectly round, bell. and um, so when you form the balls, if you <laughs> you want them to stick together, and then you put them in the fridge so they're nice and firm. <laughs> you know, usually I use talcum powder because I don't want my balls to stick together. <laughs> I used powdered sugar. Have you tried that? No, I haven't. <laughs> So can you tell? Do you would you? Do you I'm afraid so the powdered sugar would attract ants in my pants. <laughs> I'm sure you're right, uh, or bees. Um, so this is crunchy sun butter, by the way. So you'll have a little bit of crunch, not just mm. from the um, crisped rice, but also a little bit of crunch from the the crunchy sun butter. Well, it's so interesting that I I almost wish you wouldn't have told me what the sun butter that it was what it was and everything because mm-hmm. it's it's really it's not a strong no. Flavor, it's more of a binding agent for everything else. Yes. It's not a strong sunflower flavor. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that it's crunchy. That's probably where I'm getting the sunflower flavor from. Maybe not as much from I bet the... you're right. Yes. I mean, it's it's a light. It's not... Yeah. I was expecting this to taste like I took a mouthful of sunflower seeds. Yeah. Which I like, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. And so the one that you had had the droji on the, on the top and not the salt, correct? I don't think you had the salt. Mm, correct. Okay. It was the one that it, it kind of looks like a boob because it has like a nipple <laughs> yeah, on the top. Just the one, yes. <laughs> and you guys will see the pictures of this um, on our Facebook page, and so you can you can okay, see how I wanted my to palate with some nice room temperature milk. How I wanted to differentiate between try. You know what? That's okay. You can put that down and have that later. Try one. <laughs> I don't think you're going to notice a big difference, but have one of these because those should be the ones with the mini chocolate chips in the center. It's just a little extra chocolate. Interesting. I don't know. I don't personally think it's going to make that big of a difference. Do you see the mini chocolate chips? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. It's like, okay, I'm trying to keep them separate. They're segregated on the plate. Do you think it's that big of a difference? I mean, that because this is a nice, good quality dark chocolate that they're coated in. And so I don't know that the mini chips are going to really make that much of a difference as far as adding even more. I don't know, but this is delicious. <laughs> more uh, uh, additional chocolatey flavor. No, I just mean in general. Yeah. Because I can tell this is good chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, and, it is. And just the texture of the crunchy stuff and everything. And this one has the salt on it. Yes. I can't tell that much difference that there's mini chocolate chips in it because it doesn't yeah. look like there's a lot of them necessarily. No, I didn't go overboard. No. But uh, I'm liking this. Is this uh, now, have you eaten these yet? I tried one after I made them. Yep. I haven't. I haven't. I, well, I had why some. Why don't you have one now? Well, because you're eating and I wanted to know what you think. Okay. Well, I you know, sometimes get a little paranoid that the reason you're not partaking <laughs> no, is. No, maybe... they're fine though. They're fine. <laughs> Especially when you have certain ones marked certain ways, and I reach for one, and say, no, 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 I don't eat this. that oh, one. No, 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 I don't want that one. So one. Which other... one has a cat's butt rubbed all over it? One other thing of note. Um, I am surprised 
that the crisped rice, because I was thinking, okay, I mean, it's a great idea, but how how crunchy is it going to stay when you're mixing it with any kind of nut butter? Right. Yeah, stays <laughs> stays crunchy. So I'm going to go ahead and take a bite. Well, I, I think these are good. This is great stuff. I mean, it just, you guys, will, you'll see the pictures on our Facebook. Of course, you can follow mm. us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snack A Little. And uh, usually after our show drops, we uh, we put the pictures up there so that you can see what we're talking about. But this just it just tastes good. This is just a good. I like that texture. I think it's a good mix of everything that's in it. Actually, the chocolate, the uh, sun butter. It's just so funny, sun butter. It sounds like I I don't know. So, I guess it's, I, I would say sunflower butter maybe. Well, it's not really from the sunflower either. There's a gal that I follow on Instagram who's definitely into clean eating. She may have, actually, she probably was the one. She didn't give this recipe, but she is the one that talked about how sun butter is a better option in her mind because there's less of an issue and possibility for mold. Um, and that, That's strange to me because, so I have almond butter. I keep it in the cupboard. Uh-huh. I don't put it in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Never had a problem with it. And I buy the Costco size almond butter so that I always have it on hand when I, well, I can't say why. <laughs> well so i'm wondering i need to you know i've never I had it mold. Send her a message no i haven't either i don't ever remember peanut butter ever molding i wonder if she means mold that you don't know about when the hmm. peanuts are being ground for example some of these are going to be a little moldy maybe because yeah i've never had it get moldy either. well i don't know about that but i know about sunflowers because i grow sunflowers in my garden and there is a pest that will get into the sunflower seeds and drill into every single one of them Really? And eat, yeah. Oh, it's. I, I, that's why I haven't brought over any sunflowers or anything from my sunflowers because there's, what there's it some is. kind of bull weevil or something like that. I don't know what it is, but all the sunflowers. I mean, I get big sunflowers, and all the seeds have been drilled into, and something that's gnawed on the little nut inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the chocolate. Yeah. Melt in your hands. Add your mouth. <laughs> It does. It does. There's mm. a, so it's finger licking good. Mm-hmm. Okay. That well, was great stuff. I'm gonna. I'll eat this during the rest of the show. But we need to. I want you guys to be we inspired. We need to move on to our next. Uh, to do things like this for your. Topic. Your family members. This is great. It really is. Check out that recipe. Jana will post it, and uh, you'll you'll have to check this out because it's. Uh, now, mind you, you're going to be listening to this on Valentine's Day, so it's going to be a little late. Well, unless you listen to it in the morning. We drop early in the morning. In case you forgot, then so, here's a reminder. Right. <laughs> Hurry up and buy some of that sun butter. Or you could do you could do peanut now, butter. Now, what did you use for the crispy rice? Did you actually use, like, Rice Krispies, or did you yeah, get a generic? store brand. Yeah, yeah. generic brand. Okay. Yeah, just the, just the store brand. All right. Okay, you guys. Great texture. You ready for this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What are you throwing at me? Okay. Let's talk a little bit about why Valentine's Day is scary. All right. All right. This is from Psychology Today. Okay. So why does Valentine's Day make us upset and anxious when it's meant to be fun? Are well, you, you asking me? Yeah, sure. I mean, can, can you answer Well, right that? now, both of us are single people, mm-hmm. and we don't really have anything going on right now. Ladies. And uh, so I, I would say there's... Uh, I don't know. I guess there's less anxiety because now I don't have to worry about getting the right thing or anything like that. Although, you know, really, you shouldn't ever have to worry about that. And I, Yeah, that's never been something but, to worry about. But uh, it, it's a, uh, I would say almost 
it's a little sad that we, well, I shouldn't say we, that I don't have someone right now. I have a couple people in mind. Ladies. <laughs> but uh, I don't have anything going on right now. And so it's, you know, and it's kind of like, eh, whatever. You know, there are some people who, um, I guess, truly feel uh, upset that come, you know, it's the lover's day uh, with the holiday and it bothers them. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. But when I have been with somebody during Valentine's Day, I mean, I, I now you, you know, care. I will do something for the person. I not because I know, like a lot of holidays, it's can get pricey. But I don't think it's a bad thing that you have a day set aside to remind people do something nice for your significant other but also in the way i was raised i don't know if it's the same for you mark and those of you that are listening mom used to give us like some kind of a little valentine something or other and right. so it wasn't just for lovers it was right. family members just sweet things that you did for family uh, i i i don't remember if my mom did or not she probably would remember but i just you know Look, growing up, you had the school, you had the Valentines at school, right. you had candy yep. and parties and stuff like that. So it was always a lot of candy and stuff associated with it, which as a kid was fantastic growing up. So, Well, it says here in Psychology Today, compared to Valentine's Day, Halloween is a holiday for sissies. Give me the <laughs> Wicked Witch of the West or Freddy Krueger, for that matter, over Cupid, that grotesque son of Venus who drags a bow and arrow around like pain is the announce the only announcement of romance. <laughs> this is one bitter person writing <laughs> yes. this. Only the true brave can face Valentine's Day without with e without either compulsory com compensatory compensatory cynicism. Easy for you to say. Or a pervasive sense of craven need. That's a lot. That's very wordy there. On Halloween, after all, you're supposed to assume a mask and pretend to be somebody else. But on Valentine's Day, you're supposed to strip your emotional soul naked and run shrieking toward the oceanic vastness of your partner's essence. <laughs> <laughs> this can be tricky if you're only on a second date. <laughs> I mean, on a second date. Come on. <laughs> That's why lots of men do on February 14th what others do on October 31st. They turn off the lights and pretend to be not home. <laughs> For men, Valentine's Day is filled with horror. Is that really a surprise? They can't win. So, so well, this that is, is true. That that does happen. For men, all they know is that they're going to spend time searching for a way to spend money on who knows what for some woman who will, when she receives it, force that little tight smile like a cat taking a poop to indicate <laughs> her insincere gratitude. <laughs> He will fail. He has always failed. He's uh, like the guy Jack Nicholson played in The Shining, who has always been at that hotel. This guy has always been in the endless aisle of greeting cards or in the lingerie area of a department store. He's there until security removes him, and he's muttering, I think she likes mauve, but I don't know what mauve is. And these guys are considered the lucky ones. <laughs> the unlucky ones are getting sparkly elementary school type cards from their parents and maybe a call about how adorable their youngest sibling's newest child is while trying not to detect a note of disappointment in their mother's voice when she asks about their cat. <laughs> I mean, this person is so bitter. <laughs> this, this is ridiculous. 
It's the holiday of inadequacy for both sexes and all sexual preferences. Either you do the wrong thing for the person in your life or you have no person in your life. <laughs> the whole world turns into your grandmother and not the one you like. <laughs> the whole world turns into the other grandmother. Oh, my gosh. You know, so here's the point of view for women. For women, Valentine's Day is not exactly filled with horror. The way it is for men, and that's because for women, it's filled with ghosts. There's a nostalgic aspect to the whole thing, which drives women, women's current partners, should they have any, nuts. <laughs> Usually, these ghosts do not even have enough class to be properly deceased. They exist only in the woman's imagination. Believe me, the ghosts of love's past in the dullest woman's imagination puts Wuthering Heights to shame. <laughs> I remember every Valentine's Day card ever sent to me, the one from the cute boy in third grade. This is a woman, by the way, who wrote this, okay. whose mother signed his name. The one from my high school boyfriend who drew 73 hearts on the envelope. She counted them. Or maybe wow. he just told her. 73, that's a lot. One for each day of our relationship. Oh, okay. <laughs> one right. from the guy I liked in college picturing a dog drinking beer which I should have regarded as a warning sign rather than an invitation, but who knew? Genius. Anyway, both ha ha Halloween and Valentine's Day also depend heavily on an element of surprise. On one, you're supposed to shock someone, and on the other, you're supposed to amaze someone. You get points for creativity and originality. What right. usually ends up happening is that somebody ends up startled and sickly fascinated crying in a corner. <laughs> Haunted houses on Halloween are pretty much like tunnels of love on Valentine's Day. They're hyped up, tricked out, cliched, and you go in expecting to have a good time anyway. Save your money, hang out with friends, don't buy into the hype, and buy your own chocolate or make it. <laughs> so That is a terribly bitter, bitter. person. <laughs> <laughs> I, now, I got to say, I'm surprised to hear you say that, Mark, because I know that you know, you think it's... That I'm a bitter person. Commercial. <laughs> well, you just think it's commercial. Well, I, it, look, I think it's a good holiday to have. I think it's a good good reminder of things when you have someone in your life to, to appreciate them. But, you know, I have to agree with some of that. You know, as a, as a man, you're always like, well, let me say, I have to get candy. I have to get flowers, but I got to get the right flowers. If I don't get the flowers she likes, I don't want to... So there's anxiety and stuff like that. I, the older I get, the more it's like, you know what? I'm making a gesture from my heart to exactly to present something. Be thankful. <laughs> if, if the person, listen, everybody, all of you, if the person that you're all with, of you. or you, if you are that person, and if the person doesn't spend the right amount of money um, and doesn't uh, get just the thing, I mean, my gosh, seriously? Yeah. I mean, do they love you? Are, are they there You know, morning and, and night? Do they wake up with you? Do they go to bed with you? I mean, they're just more important. Do they, more important things. I agree. And so while I do think it's nice to, um, to do something special, I, if you have the money to spend, then that's great. Then go and spend a little bit of money and surprise each other with something. But there are so many wonderful things you you can do for each other that don't require a lot of money. Give right. them your time. And and that to me is part of the commercial aspect that I don't like in the in that sense that it's like I I think it's a great time once a year to have a day to remind ourselves in our relationships 
how much we love the other person. Yes. I mean, obviously, other things happen in life and things like that where you're thankful for them in your life and things like that. But, you know, it, it's, a, it's a national day to, uh, to remind people of that. You know, and, and, and even the smallest gesture is still a decent gesture. Yes. Because it's a reminder of that. And so don't you think just, you know, and we'll just just quickly and we'll move on. But don't you think that whoever wrote this, I mean, I don't know if the, a lot of this was tongue in cheek or if they're really this bitter. But who has this person been with? Right. If, How damaged are they to yes. even write something? I don't even think bitter me could write something that bitter. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you've got to think a lot of it is just tongue in cheek. It's got I, to I be. hope so. I, I hope there's a lot of hyperbole in there and that person is not as disappointed in the whole thing. I mean, that was that was a bah humbug of a Valentine's Day if I ever heard it. And so and so then, okay. You and I probably both know couples who've said, you know, we've just agreed we're not really doing anything for each other this year. What do you think of that? Well, that's happened with me. I was married to Jehovah's Witness. That's right. <laughs> that's right, and that's different. Both of my ex-wives okay. were Jehovah's Witnesses and they, I didn't know that. it's 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 not a celebration. And so it's like, well, you know, I'm off the hook then, right? So no. When really? Yeah, sometimes I was not off the hook. I won't be specific on which one, but sometimes I was not off the hook because it is a national holiday, and there's sometimes his expectations. And you were excited to know that, right? You were like, excellent, because I wanted to do something special for you, honey. <laughs> right? Well, I won't go into too many details and stuff like that, but you know, I mean, certainly. Uh, I've had girlfriends, you know, that, that, uh, well, I don't know how much detail I want to get into. <laughs> <laughs> well, they weren't all J-dubs. No, but I, but I have had girlfriends, you know, and, and that's also a thing where, you know, there's a little anxiety, got to get the right thing. But see, to me, the right thing has always been what I can do. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not trying to misrepresent myself, but I am a thoughtful guy sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always try to do something thoughtful. One time, oh, that's a terrible story. I don't, I, I don't know if I'll share <laughs> that one. But uh, let me switch to another one. Okay. One time, I actually got a uh, gift certificate to uh, Victoria's Secret for a girlfriend. Okay. But things were kind of rocky around Valentine's Day, so she never got that. <laughs> oh. All right. So, ladies, I want, I want to know what you think of this. If your guy gets you a gift certificate, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. It's just that it makes me think about it. That's this. all right. That's what you do in the show. If your guy <laughs> gets you a gift certificate, or let's say he wants to take you shopping to Victoria's Secret, which, by the way, somebody from my past has done that, is that for me or is that for him? I think it's for both. Okay. Depending on who the person is. Sure. But I think it's for both. And one of the reasons why you have to do the gift certificate, because, you know, you just can't. Let me just tell you, as a guy, you can't go shopping at Victoria's Secret and go in there. What size is she? Well, I don't know. Well, mine about, took here, me. Let me grab your boobs and let me see if those are about the size of hers. Well, there's see that. If I can... <laughs> Try that. I've always thought of, that would be a funny video to do. Well, let me see. She's about honk, honk, honk. <laughs> no, you're you're not as... Uh, anyway. I... We don't know. We don't know sizes. Mine, mine has... Mine here, honey, I got you me. extra large. He went How's back that going to go in, over? In the dressing room with me, which they let us. It was weird. I've done Victoria's that with a girlfriend secret, before. And had me try on stuff. Yeah. And, and it was sweet. And I, it's not that I'm <laughs> not grateful, but I got to tell you. <laughs> 
See, here's a whole See, other she's thing, which, red is, right now, by which the way. is not necessarily <laughs> just related to Valentine's Day. But there's the stuff that the guy wants to see on you versus what can still be sexy, but doesn't feel like you're totally like wrapped up in chains. And I don't mean literally chains, but there are some things that are really or not. Or do you? They're not really comfortable. Right. And it's going to be off like. Right. And so it's like, really, are we going to spend 50, 60, 70 more or more dollars on this? And so I don't know. I know. I know. I know what y'all are thinking. It's like, yeah, but where's the fun in that? I get it. You know, and I and and I want to look hot for my dude. But can we can we kind of find something that I could wear the whole night? I mean, you can come off and then go back on and I'm comfortable <laughs> and I can sleep in it. Rather than the thing that it's like, thank the Lord, it's off now because it's not comfortable. Oh, my gosh. I had one girlfriend. I don't even know if it was around Valentine's Day or something, but this is a lingerie talk. But she went out. I think we went together Mm -hmm. and uh, in a dressing room together. And I, I don't remember if it was that day or she went back the next day, but she got a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, you know what I learned from that? This chick has a problem, has a spending problem, because the thing that we picked out was fine, Mm -hmm. because as you say, it's not going to get a lot of use. It's going to be gone pretty quickly. Matter of vision. But it was, she she thought, I guess she thought it was such a great idea or something. I I don't know. Ultimately, I'm just speculating here, that she went back and got a whole bunch more. Hmm. It was like, I didn't need a whole bunch more. That one was fine. Well, I guess that she was, needed a whole bunch more. <laughs> I, I, or she thought she did. I I don't know. That that relationship did not last. In fact, that ended up being one of the worst girlfriends I've ever uh, had. But Well, I feel a little selfish and a little guilty for saying that it's like, hello, can we find something that like is actually comfortable and sexy? I think you can do both. I'm okay b- being in a skin tight freaking corset where <laughs> I can't even get in and out of it without help. I mean, come on. So... Anyway, I would uh, love to know, you guys, I would love to know from you ladies if you agree or disagree with that. Because, you know, we're usually the one men. I mean, you guys have it easy yeah, <laughs> when it true. comes to, like, what you're going to wear we never, yeah, we or never, not. Uh, there's really not, I mean, I, I've had a couple of Speedo-type uh, underwear-type fancy things with in my life. With an elephant thing that hangs <laughs> off? <laughs> no? It was an anaconda, <laughs> ladies. Okay. Uh, but... Uh, but yeah, I've only had I think two, two fancy animal like an animal print speedo and some other thing. Yeah, in my life. Yeah, and we don't we don't really dress in lingerie no. type stuff See, or anything different. like that. It's yeah. different. All right. Well, so like I say, you guys weigh in on that. I'd like I'd love to know, ladies, what you think. And men, you know what? You can weigh in too. Do you understand why sometimes we'd like to look hot for you, but we also want to be comfortable and wear something that you know. I'm comfortable walking out into the kitchen and wearing the next morning and making you breakfast. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to be able to breathe while I'm cooking. <laughs> now let's just move on. Another little Valentine's Day topic. All right. Here we go. More Valentine's Day. All day. All right. Would you like to know? And again, this might just inspire you today to play for your, your person. You want to know the most uh, streamed love songs? Oh, during um, Valentine's Day, I'm getting, I'm getting hiccups from these these. Uh, you better have more then. Chocolate balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so what, now what is it? This, it's the most streamed love song, songs most on Valentine's Day. Most yep. streamed love songs on Valentine's Day. Yep. All right. 
And so they went, what they did is they pulled information from um, three different years, uh, in consecutive years. Uh, so here we go. And there are, it's actually a total of 15. Do we have, do we have some queued up or is that? No, no, no. I'm just oh, going to okay. tell you what they are. We, we, there is a little bit more of music after this, you guys. But All right. This is what everybody else thinks. We have to limit the amount of music we play on our <laughs> podcast. Yes. So we don't have to pay royalty fees. So I'm going to start with 15. I don't even know what this song is. I should have queued it up. I let's see if you know what it is. It's Savage Garden. I knew I loved you. I have no idea. Never even heard of Savage Garden. Uh, I don't either. Sounds okay. like something I, you know, sounds like an 80s hair band, but yeah. all right. 14. We know this. My endless love. Ah. And it says various artists. So it, is, it isn't necessarily Lionel and... Um, uh, Dolly Parton, Di- isn't it? No. no? Uh, Supreme. Uh, Diana Ross. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Of course I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Selena Gomez and Saint. Yeah, already if it's Selena Gomez, I'm not going to know. She's yeah. too current. <laughs> love you like a love song. That's number thirteen. Wow, sounds okay. beautiful. Okay, here's one we're going to know. Okay, Shania Twain, you're still the one. Not, not you're still the one. No, it's, hers is you're still, still the one. one I love. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, don't know if I know this or not. Various artists. See, that's very vague. A thousand years? Don't know. Doesn't Don't sound know. familiar to me. Okay, here's one we know. Uh, okay, Celine Dion. My heart will go on. Oh, that's a beautiful song. It is. A, a, yeah, it it's is. It's a great song. Beyonce. Oh, sorry. I skipped. Rihanna, We Found Love. Don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Beyonce, <laughs> Love on Top. I don't know. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that what uh, Tom Hanks said in Big? Do you remember that? Actually, I, I know that's what he did. Oh, okay. So remember Big, yes, right? Yeah. The, the concept behind that, and I'm sure our listeners of a certain age know that movie. She says, well, I'm going to come over and spend the night. And he, she says something about spending the night together. And he goes, okay, but I get to be on top because he has <laughs> bunk beds. beds. Okay, right. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's one that I know. And you know what? So have, have we? have you heard one yet that's like the one? None of these are like the one that you think is. Um, well, yeah. Okay. Well, most of them we don't. We never. Heard I know. Of. I know. <laughs> we don't this listen is... to. The, we don't listen to the music of these kids the today. Crap. <laughs> no, here's a beautiful one. I'm surprised this is not my one because I. But it isn't. But I love this song. I'm going to say the artist okay. Brian Adams. Summer of '69. No. <laughs> <laughs> No. What what is this? It's a ballad, and there's a lot of kind of a Spanish. Uh, I don't know. You gotta have to tell me. Okay. I'll, I'll know it. But everything I do. Oh you right, that was a love. love oh, that wait. was from Robin Hood, wasn't it? Oh, but you know what? Everything I do, I'm doing. I do it for you. This is two different songs though, because I'm going. You love a woman. I'm thinking of a different Brian Adams song. You. No, got this is this was a love la, thing la, from. La, la, la. From, was no, it I from know Robin it, Hood? Yes. I know what it is, but when I saw Brian Adams, I'm thinking of the other one that I was just singing that I think is beautiful. Hmm. It's beautiful. But this one's beautiful, too. I do like Brian Adams. Okay. See if you can guess who, what, number what are song we on? it would be. We're now going to be going, we're moving to number six. Okay, six. Foreigner. Oh, I want to know what love is. Good. That is a fantastic it love is. song. It yeah. really is. 
Uh, Armageddon. I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, Aerosmith. Yeah, the, there you go. It doesn't say. And that was written by. Uh, but it doesn't say Aerosmith. <laughs> what's her name? That was written by that uh, the gal who was very popular stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's Britney Spears. <laughs> I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a great. That's, that is a great love song. Uh, Jason Mraz. I won't give up. That is I that is exactly. No, oh, I was gonna say that's a new song that I don't know. Oh, okay, I do know that one, but I can't hum it for you right now. I won't. Wow. I do know this one. Bruno Mars, "Just the Way You Are." Is that the? Is this a remake of Billy Joel? Oh, because that would be totally messed up if it is. You know, you said that, and I hear Bruno Mars singing the Billy Joel song. They, that would that's blasphemy <laughs> in my head. Is. But the Billy Joel song would be "I Want You Just the." It would, wouldn't it be "I Want You Just the Way You Are" and just and not "Just the Way You Are." I don't know. Sorry, you guys. You'll have to. I know. You know what? Sorry, the younger people. This is a people... training moment for you to look it up and find out. <laughs> Actually, it's not necessarily the younger people. It's just that I uh, tuned into news radio years ago and stopped listening to music yep. for the most part, unless it's some wacky nutty song that comes up. This is a beautiful song. I do know this one. Adele. Okay. Make you feel my love. It's pretty. I don't know it. <laughs> it's very pretty. I know who Adele is, but I don't know the All song. All right, we're on number one. Number one, uh, the, the top streamed yes. love song. Oh when my you're ready, gosh. let me know, and I'll give you the artist. And it, that's going to just do it for you. Oh, the artist, I'll know? I'm pretty sure. Is it Barry, Ma Barry Manilow? No, and it's not Barry White. <laughs> Ladies. Get up all in your, your uh. yellow hair. Or you get your hair up in there. Wait, what are you, <laughs> where are you going? Um, gosh. Uh-huh. I'm, you know, it, like think, because I think, I think Titanic, which we've done, My Heart Will Go On, which is Celine Dion. Mm -hmm. I want to know what love is. Mm -hmm. um, we've got some good ones. So wow. it's a female. Oh, wow. Now I'm really thrown off. Oh. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give you a hint. Oh, I'm not. See, you're really good at this kind of stuff. I think. I guessing think this. But okay. It, it was written and recorded first by a country artist. Also female. Oh. <laughs> I was just going to say <laughs> Annie's song. No. <laughs> That's a beautiful I mean, love a song. Beautiful song. Yes, that is, is a beautiful love song. Yeah, filling That's up Annie's my song by, uh, senses like a John night in the forest. Right. Is like it a, night like in a walk through the forest or a K N I G H T? No, I heard. I always thought it was forest. like a walk through the forest. Now you fill up my senses like a night in the forest. I thought it was like a walk through the forest. I don't think so. No, we're gonna have to battle on this one. I think so. <laughs> like the mountains in springtime, like a walk in the rain. Hmm. Okay, so back to this. The person who covered it later. I believe, I'm pretty sure, although I did not look up the stats, had made it a huge hit. Oh, oh, I Will Always Love You? There you go. Dolly Parton was the original oh, one. Yeah. yeah. And he, she wrote that. Yeah. The song was about leaving her manager. That's right. Because, uh, uh, you know, they were. she was getting bigger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> bigger. She outgrew uh, him. <laughs> boy, did they. Uh and uh, yeah, and then so Whitney Houston, of course, yeah, is the yeah, and it's the number that one song. streamed song. And I remember Dolly Parton in an interview saying, "I am so glad she did that song because I wrote it and I make all this money off right? of it." <laughs> that's the right attitude. Wow, that's strange that that's the number one song because it is a song about 
leaving. That's a breakup song. Uh, right? That's not a... I mean, it's a song filled with love. Because like I said, Dolly Parton wrote it because she was leaving. Gosh, I can't think of his names. I want to say Chet Atkins, but I don't think that's right. That's not right. I know there's. I know we have country western yep, yep. fans that are, I know, that are that know, they're screaming at us right now. But uh, it was to break up with her manager. Yep. And it's and it's uh, you go your way, I go mine type of a thing. That's so strange that that would be the number one love song. Wow. I mean, strange, but not really. So there's a song. Okay. So there's a song that I probably should be saving this for another Beatles show, but the, the song Something. Jenna is still not done with the Beatles I'm, after we're a Beatles not done. episode. So the song Something, I've heard people referring to it as a love song. But if you think about it, he he's saying, you know, that yes, there's something about the way she moves and attracts right. me like no other. Okay, that's attraction. That's not love. But it's still lovely. It's lovely, you know, words. But then he's saying, you're asking me if my love will grow. Well, I don't know. He, this is a commitment phobe you stick around and maybe it'll show i don't know we'll see i don't know if we can call that a love song is that really that different than meatloaf rest in peace meatloaf is that really any different than him saying yeah i want you and i need you but i'm never gonna love you right i mean that's not really a love song either well i'm with i'm with you on that in fact i used this is how <laughs> Look, I was a dramatic kid. I was in drama. Don't tell I was me in you broke up with somebody that way. I did. Oh in God. theater arts, I I I uh, was in theater arts, so I was a drama kid. Yeah. And uh, this girl who I don't know how many details I might go into cuz she might be a listener. <laughs> but uh, I doubt it, but you never know. And we certainly have mutual friends, so if I tell too many details, they'll put one and one together. Um but anyways, when I broke up with her, I literally had a cassette player with me, not like a boom box. I think I had just, you know, the little cassette recorder one that's about the size of a medium to large size book. And I had that song queued up, Meatloaf's Two Out of Three Ain't Bad. And I literally played that for Dude. her. <laughs> I want you. No, I need you. you there ain't no way I'm ever going to love you. So don't be sad because two <laughs> out of three ain't bad. And then did you? And like that was it. Punch her softly and then I put on dog a poop on her shoes. And uh, <laughs> no, wait, that was that was a Steve Martin thing. But yeah, I actually did that. I actually did that. And it would, you know, it, classy. I know, huh? <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> he's matured. And that was uh, oh, not much. Uh, that was <laughs> that was. I'm trying to think. I think I was a freshman when I did that. Freshman in high school. When I did that, because I was because something had happened that I was just, no, this ain't going to work mm. in that way. So, well, do you think do, I, I don't know. I'm thinking something. I don't know if you can call it a love song. Two out of three ain't bad. No, no, something. Oh, something. He's like, yeah, but you yeah. want to know more from me. And then I, I can't tell See, you. Me, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, See, to me, something and I haven't listened to it recently, but to me, that's a song where he's telling someone else about. How he's his fascination with the girl attracts me like no other lover. Something he's in not the way singing the love song moved. to her. I don't want to leave her now. You know I believe in how. But then he says, "Well, to me, he is talking to her because he says you're asking me, will my love grow? Well, I don't know. I... So who else is he talking to? I don't know. I thought he's talking to his buddy. And his buddy's saying, <laughs> oh, wait, me. do you love her? Do you this?'" And he's going, "You're no. asking me if I don't know, but but she's hot." Exactly. <laughs> I want you. I need you. But I don't know if I'm ever going to love you. So I don't know if you can call it. It's not a love song yet. It's just a song about a guy who's into you. All right. I've debunked it. 
so but talking about music okay what do you think is uh, so not, there were some great ones on that list yes definitely but a song that you know i want my man to play for me maybe even sing it to me play the piano or whatever okay so let's go into your your scenario here okay it's valentine's day you have a significant other yep he happens to be male this time <laughs> Yes. Instead <laughs> Not of, that what, there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, you know you're coming home from work, and you know he he you, you had to work late. Mm-hmm. He I'm sweaty. I, I've been in manholes, <laughs> and I'm wearing my steel toe boots. I'm covered in orange paint. And so, you know, he got home before you did, mm-hmm. and you have expectations because you're a woman, and your expectations are way out of bounds because you're a woman. No. And <laughs> and. You open the door because mm-hmm. you know he's going to have dinner ready on the table for you. Mm-hmm. and The a, good one will. And have a flowers yep. and, and chocolate and all that. What what song? And do you have it? Do you have your song queued up? I do. Okay. What This is the song that Jana would want to be want played as her romantic dinner on Valentine's this is, Day. This is actually after dinner. Some other stuff will oh. be playing. Oh. But then when we're done eating. Oh. Yeah. This is going to play. All right. And he's going to... So here we go. Well, this is like way too personal. Okay. But that's what the show's about. He's going to dance with me. <laughs> Hurry up. We're running out of time. <laughs> we're going to dance. <laughs> Anytime now, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, baby. I love the stereo on this, by the way. And then it's so, bouncing back so and forth. Now he's taking his big capable hands oh, I wonder where you were going <laughs> and put them around my waist pulled me close because we're gonna dance this is a great song fooling around hitting the town growing my head oh yeah oh those days hope he didn't cut it hey. that's right I've got what it takes. Oh. Since then, I never look back. It's almost like living a dream. Oh, it's totally like living and a dream. Ooh, wow. Now, who who is that? I, I should know that. I know the song. Why do I not know that artist? I can't think of it. Climax. Oh, I guess I don't. Blues band. <laughs> Climax blues band. That's yeah. right. I mean, I know the name of the band, but yep, I could—I yep. would not have—I uh, would have failed at a game show. Wow! And that is a great song. I, I that is, just, I remember so, that. So that's going back for for those listeners that's like who from might 1973, not know this song. I would guess that would, I would be say my that's guess. About right. yeah, yeah, this this is going back a ways, but it's oh, it's a beautiful just, song. It, so one of the last uh, lines, as he said, is is if ever a man had it all, it would have to be me. I mean, that just makes me want to cry. It's just beautiful. You know, somebody who is obviously very grateful that this person is just his everything. I agree. I should read up sometime about the, if if this is just a great songwriter who just put all the great right words together, or if there's actually somebody in mind that they were writing about. Right. I I hope that there was someone. Or if it was something where it's like, we need one more song in this album. Hey, spit something out. Oh, I think I got something. Like the Beatles documentary. (laughs) Let's see, Pomegranate? No. Cauliflower? (laughs) No, that doesn't rhyme either. (laughs) 
Anyway, so there's mine. Climax Blues Band. That is fantastic. I Love You is the name. That is, yeah, that is a great song. I remember that from, like I said, from grade school. Just yeah. hearing it on the radio back in the day. All what right. about yours? All right, so mine, let's say I come home and expect my significant other to be ready or... Ready for what, Mark? Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to set... What are okay. my expectations? Mm. I I don't have a lot of high expectations on anything, so okay. Uh, anyway, well, so, should I be describing it though? Like you yeah, were mine. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. so go you're ahead. you're coming home from um, work. <laughs> I love how you couldn't figure out. <laughs> you're, uh, well, I was thinking he really let's doesn't see have here. a job, does well, he? Because no, I was thinking tennis. <laughs> were you out with your friends and you had your your uh, militia or what? Yeah, I was trying to think. Of, well, let's see, what would it be? What does Mark do? <laughs> so you're coming home from that. You're a little, little scruffy, got a little sweaty and dirty out there. And you come home and she unbuttons your shirt and tells you, I've run a bath for you. Now go in there and clean up. It smacks you on the behind to send you on your <laughs> way. And you can smell amazing food. So she did cook you a meal. Oh. Well, in that case, I grab her hand. I bring her into the bathroom with me. Okay. Yeah. And I hit this on the uh, stereo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Ladies. <laughs> That'll put her in the mood. <laughs> nice. So there you go. Thank you. <laughs> that is my song. That is my song. You're such a dude. <laughs> or would she be playing that for you? Either way. E- either way. Either way. Whatever whatever one it is, it is uh, certainly the that is the way. Okay. All right. All right. Well, as we do often, it's time once again for Paranormal Corner, and you have a—it's—it's a whole theme of the whole show. It's about Valentine's Day. Wow. But this fits into Paranormal Corner because it's about the Valentine's Day massacre. Now I know you had mentioned that in show prep. Now let me tell you what I know about the Valentine's okay. Day massacre. Okay, good. I believe it was something to have to do with Al Capone and the gangs of the '30s or '40s. I'm not sure the date Daddy on that, but it was the old, old kind of you know the old school things, and it was a bar or nightclub or something, and uh, the one gang went in with their Tommy guns and completely blasted away. And that was, it was on Valentine's Day, and that's why it was called the Valentine's Day Massacre. It occurred, it says it occurred in 1929 around 10.30 a.m. on Valentine's Day. Wow. So they must have been, uh, people, that's some day drinking right there. (laughs) Well, but you know what? There's a picture here of the dead folks. Oh, right. And looks like they're outside of a building. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I would, oh, you know what? Maybe it's the movie version was inside. Well, that that I don't could know. be. Make it more dramatic. Right. It says the mur- it was the murder of associates and members of the North Side Gang. Seven members and associates were brutally murdered. It said that the men had worked for Al Capone. Good one. There you go. The members were rounded up at the Lincoln Park garage. After the men were rounded up, they were forced to line up on the wall of the warehouse and then they were shot by some individuals who were dressed as police officers and businessmen. Wow. The seven men were killed with 70 rounds of ammo on that day. Wow. So and oh, the, so, so and it was not Al Capone's people that did the killing. It was Al Capone's people that got killed. I think it's kind of both. I'm, I'm wondering if they did something dirty. Oh, okay. They, it, they had worked for Al Capone. 
Right. As history would tell us, the intended target of the shooting was the rival gang leader. This man was known as George Bugs Moran. Even though he was the intended target, he escaped without being, uh, with somebody typed wrong here, without being unharmed. I don't think they meant unharmed. Bugs had actually arrived late for the meeting with his lieutenant. When they arrived, he had seen the phony police officers getting out of a parked car. Bugs decided to avoid being entangled with law enforcement, so he went to a nearby coffee shop. They missed the whole massacre and the aftermath. It was said that one of the lookouts for Capone had mistaken one of the lieutenants for the leader himself. This was because he was wearing the same color hat and coat. And it is said that the meeting was to lure George Bugs Moran by telling him that there was a shipment of illegal booze for him. However, it was Capone's men who were busted. So 20 years after the brutal murder in 1949, the front half of the garage was converted and was then used for business. Hmm. There's an antique furniture storage shop and the people who started the business did not know what had happened because they were new to the area. So that's interesting. Wow. you think that'd be a pretty big... You would think that someone would say, you walk in at some point early <laughs> oh, on. Did you know, like, oh, you guys are moving into this building? <laughs> yeah, this was, this was where the Valentine's Day massacre happened. You would think. So the business was not very successful because only tourists had come to the shop because the people from the town knew the history. Oh, right. So a few years later, the building was torn down. This happened in 1967. However, the wall where the shooting occurred was integrated. That's a great idea. That's a great plan. So it was integrated into the wall of the men's restroom at a nightclub. Wow. Some of the bricks were smuggled by those who were tearing down the building. So today there is a fenced lawn that belongs to a nursing home that was built where the garage had once been. There's another great idea. Wow. With like the bad mojo. I mean, I don't know. I guess some people are, it's just about money and to, to heck with mojo. Just quickly, do you th- would you consider that, do you think? You know, it's it's a tough thing. I mean, something like that happens. The only thing that I can think of right away about that is the... Uh, San Isidro McDonald's yep. that had a shooting you yep. know, decades ago, mm-hmm. and they completely raised it and made that into a park. So there would yep. not be a McDonald's. Everyone, so everyone could not say, hey, that's a McDonald's where that shooting slaughter, happened. Yeah. yeah, so, of course, I bring it up now. So <laughs> you can look it up online that's right. for those of you who wonder what it's all about. Well, so it's a park now, and they planted five trees on the same site. The large tree located in the middle of the yard is a marker that's said to indicate where the brick wall had once stood. Two of the killers were disguised as police while uh, the other men had worn business suits. After the shootings, there were policemen who were holding those who shot the people at gunpoint, and this is how they made their getaway. This is why many people believe that the police are the ones who actually executed the men that day. And so it says that there were two men who survived. One was named Frank Kusenberg. And so this is another thing where it's weird. So it sounds like he survived the initial uh, incident, but then he died at the hospital later. Mm. There is another one named Highball. (laughs) He was not hurt. However, he never would talk about it. That seems smart. Al Capone claimed that he was nowhere near the incident at the time. He claimed that he was in Florida at his home. The investigation was extensive and it was exhausting. However, despite all investigations and searching, no one was ever convicted or tried for the murders of those who died. So no one was arrested, um, but it says Capone did not get away completely. The police and the public were alarmed by the increasing numbers of mob-related crimes. 
and in that year alone, 64 murders were related to mobs. That's a lot. Wow. Well, not compared to lately. Right. But <laughs> it was that year that <laughs> law enforcement... That's called one week in yes. Chicago right now. <laughs> law enforcement was put under pressure to end this violence. Capone was labeled as the largest threat and became a target. He was investigated in multiple federal investigations, and these inve investigations did lead to his arrest. He was released, however, in 1939 and died eight years after his release. Interesting. So, the paranormal aspect. All of the bricks, except 100 of them, that came from the garage wall where the men were murdered uh, are on display. They are displayed at the Mob Museum in Vegas. The 100 <laughs> the mob, missing... The Mob Museum! Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. 100 missing bricks have been sold over the internet to many, many gangster buffs. Wow. But the location where the mass brutal killings took place is said to be extremely haunted. It's been haunted for years. The bricks that were taken are said to bring people bad luck. I can imagine that. It was also said that Capone has uh, been seen, that, that there's his entity is around, and it's haunted by him. Um, the location where the killings took place uh, does have unusual mists and lights. People can hear men's voices when there's no one in sight <laughs> or near the area. Yeah, you see? <laughs> You can hear screaming from men and machine guns firing when you're near the site. People who are sensitive and stand... Now, wait a minute. If it's in downtown Chicago... Uh, right? <laughs> listening to gunfire in downtown Chicago, that's, how, that's how a daily occurrence. How do you know the occurrence. difference? Yeah. <laughs> people who are sensitive and stand in front of the fence may notice a sense of real fear. Even if these people walk by the area, they may notice a real sense of panic and fear. And animals have been reported to fear the area as well. The bricks that had the men lined up on are said to, oh, well, this is kind of repeating itself, that it brings bad luck and that the bricks seem to have soaked up a lot of negative energy. Now, apparently, there a bunch of the bricks were sold in a box and the box was numbered and there's a diagram telling how people how to reassemble the wall. Huh. I don't understand that. I don't either. <laughs> Do you need a... Is it like a puzzle? I don't know. Is there a picture with it? <laughs> So, so lastly, it says that Moran's brother-in-law's entity has started haunting um, Capone, Al Capone, immediately after the killings. Capone, so apparently, went and visited a medium in 1931 to try and uh, rid himself of I, the haunting. I could see that, that happening. Work. Obviously, Al Capone had something to do with it. He certainly wanted to make sure he was out of state down in Florida mm -hmm. when it happened. But if he had something to do with it, he would be haunted by it, I would imagine. It says even after he was released from prison, he was said to be haunted by an entity until the day that he died. And they believed that it was James Clark, one of the people that, that were killed. See? So I guess this Playing is... Playing tune on my violin. I guess this is just a, yet another field trip we're going to have to take. <laughs> I mean, who You know, who I don't know if I want to go, go to Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. With, with its crime but, rate and everything but pizza. now. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you I, guys. I think, I think I'll do... Uh, I think I'll do pizza in Chicago uh, by picking something by up, way like of, yeah, DiGiorno yeah. at Walmart or something, <laughs> rather than going to actual Chicago. Well, so I think that's a really terrific way to wrap up the Valentine's show, talking about wow. the Valentine's Day massacre yes. and <laughs> the hauntings at the location. So hopefully you don't have a Valentine's Day massacre on your Valentine's <laughs> Day in not. any way, whether it's where it's the bitter way or the uh, someone playing a song <laughs> in front of you to break up with you or... <laughs> right. Uh, you know what, you guys? As we've already told you, you can go to Facebook, 
Twitter and Instagram. At Snack a Little. And you can give us a call, and we do want you to give us a call. Ladies, I do want to hear what you think about wearing uh, constricting lingerie for your guy. You can call us on the Google Voice line, and the number is 909-572-0278. Leave us a message there. We may use it on the show. And as always, tell your friends, and we love you. Come on back. Hope you have a happy Valentine's week. Right? <laughs>